Hi guys, I'm Jared, and today we're talking about what's new in board gaming as of April 16th, 2021. I'll be covering the latest news, announcements, most played games, hot new Kickstarters, and crowdfunded games, and more related to board gaming for the past two weeks. At the end, I'll also be sharing what's going on behind the scenes with my YouTube channel, Meeple Mentor. So stick around, we've got a lot to cover. Leave me a like and comment on what kinds of updates that you want to hear more about. To make sure you don't miss my news updates, new video tutorials, and our podcast episodes, be sure to subscribe on YouTube and your preferred streaming platform. On GameFound.com, you can back Hexplorit, the domain of Mirza Noctis, the fourth crowdfunded campaign for Hexplorit Games. This big-box cooperative adventure game plays one to six players within an immersive story in a fantasy world. The board is modular, and the game has six levels of difficulty. You set your play duration and customize the rule set for each game. All the Hexplorit games, including future volumes, can be combined together. You can become a backer until the campaign closes on May 6th. Now over on Kickstarter, the popular artistic puzzle game Canvas is getting a reprint and expansion. I backed this on its first run and did an unboxing video for it on the YouTube channel, so you can check that out. The new campaign adds an expansion called Reflections, which adds new features including a game board, gold ribbons, new scoring cards, and much more. You must have the base game to play with this expansion, but you can back for both. You have until May 11th to join. Hibernation is a new abstract two-player game themed around bees and is reminiscent of Othello. Hibernation features several different ways to play, including using the special ability tiles to offer more advanced gameplay. Its deceptively simple rule set sucks you in until you end up being outsmarted and overtaken quickly. I had a chance to play the prototype of this with Jay recently, and we got to talk to the designer, Seth Chapel, for our podcast. That episode will be out on the 27th. The Kickstarter for it ends May 12th. I also interviewed Cameron Art, who is the designer of a new game called Vowel, currently funded on Kickstarter. It's a unique word game with a special scoring mechanism. The core of it is about recognizing words when their vowels are removed. It has a decent amount of strategy to it, but light enough to introduce to anybody. And if you live in the US, there's free shipping. It plays up to 5 players in 30 minutes. The campaign ends on the 30th. I'm a big fan of games that have educational value and are great games in their own right. Genius Games has been killing it with science-based games like Cytosis, and now have another game on Kickstarter right now called Cellulose, a plant cell biology game. It's for one to five players and is a heavier Euro that plays like a sequel to Cytosis. It's a new standalone game though, but is still based on actual cellular processes. It looks very good. You have until May 5th. Transmissions is a charming worker placement game with mechanical friends funding right now on Kickstarter. Up to four players can play in this family-friendly Euro game, which has deep strategy as well. The art by Matt Dixon really shines through the board, cards, and components. This will not get a retail edition, so only backers of the campaign will get copies. 
this may become a hidden gem. To learn more, head to their page. You have until May 7th to back it. For a big cooperative game with over 200 miniatures, check out Lasting Tales from Blacklist Games. There's only three days left to join this, and it has funded eight times over. Each player creates their own character and develops them through the various events they encounter. The game is set in an original world called Aetha and can have one to five players to play scenarios or the full narrative campaign. This appears to be a Dungeons & Dragons-esque tabletop game meant to be an all-in-one game since it comes with so many miniatures to accompany the gameplay and narrative. Another cooperative game with a dark tone is Dark Pass, set in 1854 within the sewers of Paris. It's a campaign-based card management dungeon crawler for one to four players work together to navigate through 50 chambers that become increasingly more dangerous check it out the campaign ends may 13th come on games has launched a very successful campaign for an expansion to marvel united the x-men new heroes new villains and lots more miniatures to use you can always combine the other versions together to use the heroes and villains you want to the core rules stay pretty consistent Magna Roma is a game about building the greatest Roman city to bring glory to Rome. It's a tile placement, city building board game for one to four players from Arcona Games. Full of wooden pieces, metal coins, and plastic miniatures, this could be a very popular Euro game. It's already funded and the campaign ends on April 20th. The popular Martin Wallace game Australia is getting a big box edition and two new expansions. Set in the 1930s, Australia is an adventure exploration game where you build railroads, mine resources, and increase your forces to fight the old ones. The new expansions are Tasmania and Revenge of the Old Ones. Check out the Kickstarter to find out more you have until the 21st to back it. Do you like drinking cider? What about playing a card game about making cider? It's called Scrumpy Card Cider and is for one to four players that uses a unique deck manipulation mechanism. The cards are multi-use and can be played for their action or tucked face down to become one of the five resources in the game. Keep your most valuable cards and abilities in your deck and try to put the less useful ones face down as resources. Check it out if you like deck building games with a twist. The project ends on the 26th. Rise of the Gnomes is an area control game where you manage your own brewery empire, draft cards, and assign workers to dominate the regions. Defeat gnomes, banish the dragon, and earn the loyalty of new beer customers. It includes up to 30 races to play as with adjustable difficulty, custom scenarios, and four ways to play. The game has funded, and the campaign ends on the 29th. Game Brewer has launched a new game designed by Alain Orban, designer of Trois and Black Angel, called Hippocrates. It's a large strategic Euro game about the origins of medicine. It plays one to four players in an hour and a half. Join the campaign by the 29th. If you're still into zombies and zombie games, why not try one of the original zombie games simply called Zombies? They have a Kickstarter going for a 20th anniversary edition, which adds upgrades and a perfect information gameplay option. I've played the original many times and it's quite fun. If you're interested, now's a good time to try it. Back the latest version until the campaign closes on the 29th. If zombies and horror isn't your thing, how about a peaceful gardening card game called Koi Garden? 
two to four players can play this tile laying card game to grow your garden and attract wildlife. The game advocates for relaxation and mindfulness to enjoy the things around us. While the art, theme, and gameplay are very much therapeutic, the choices and strategy are deeply complex, but simple to play. If that's what you're looking for, check it out on Kickstarter. You can back it until May 9th. For game industry news, let's go over the biggest stuff from the past two weeks. Stonemaier Games has released their stakeholder report for 2020, revealing the number of games sold. Wingspan dominated above all other games with 746,991 units. Scythe was in second with about half that, followed by Viticulture half of that. Total sales were up 40% from 2019 to a total of 17.9 million. They're also releasing Red Rising later this year and expansions for Between Two Cities and Tapestry. Additionally, the company donated over $80,000 to various charities, coronavirus direct support, BIPOC support, and to fighting Australian wildfires. In other industry news, IDW Publishing have offered up over 2 million shares and are applying to list on the New York Stock Exchange. This comes as a result of losing a distribution agreement with Diamond Comic Distributors caused from an expired distribution contract. Italian game publisher Ergo Ludo Editions will now be getting English versions of many of their games thanks to a new distribution and publishing agreement with Ares Games. We'll be seeing the cooperative game Ensemble and Cangaceros, which is about late 19th century gangs of Northeast Brazil. Both will come in the fourth quarter this year. Ares has also signed with Asynchron Games to distribute their English edition games in North America. Looney Labs, creator of all the various Flux card games, will now have Canadian distribution thanks to an agreement signed with Universal. Their newest game comes in October called Wonderland Flux based on Alice in Wonderland. The GAMA, or Game Manufacturers Association, had a tough 2020 as most did. Releasing their financial reports has shown revenues dropped from $2.48 million to only $810,000. They saw a lot of cancellations for their virtual expo last month, and their Origins game fair normally in the summer has already been canceled. Most of their revenues come from holding the various shows throughout the year, so with dropouts and cancellations, it's unclear how long GAMA will be able to continue. These revenues are 10 times the amount made from membership fees. Some good news comes from Wizards of the Coast, who just lifted their Magic the Gathering in-store play suspension for Japan. North America, Latin America, and Europe are still on hold. Japan has shown a high level of COVID vaccine rollouts, and with immunity rising, they felt Japan was safe enough to begin competitions again in-store. The Chronicles of Crime game is getting a new game in its series called Chronicles of Crime 1900 The Millennium Series. It's coming by the end of this very month and lets players become a young French journalist trying to collect evidence and interrogate suspects to solve escape room type puzzles. With multiple scenarios, it continues with the use of VR technology integration. It's a standalone game that plays one to four players and retails for $29.99. 
from Yellow Games on July 15th, they're releasing For the King and Me, which is a retheme of their popular game Biblios. Outbid opponents for the best high-profile jobs for the monarch and manage your hand of cards to get the most points. Two to five players can play in 30 minutes, set to retail at $24.99. A new tile placement game is coming soon from Asmodee, designed by Space Cowboys called Botanic. Coming at the end of May, Botanic has players trying to develop the most efficient network of mecha botanics to save the world. Collect tiles and create machines and try to prevent your opponent from gaining new tiles or making them take unwanted tiles. It's a two-player game that plays in 30 minutes and retails for $24.99. Mondo Games also has a new tile placement game coming soon called Gentle Rain. It's a solo game, but could also be cooperatively played with two people. It only takes 15 minutes and is all about providing relaxing gameplay and a simple tile laying mechanism. Coming in a small box, I've really enjoyed how quick and relaxing to play it really is. There's no stress or difficult thinking involved at all. Mondo sent me a copy to take a look, and for $22, this is a nice addition to a solo player's collection. Mondo will also be releasing a party game in May called Stoner Parking Lot. Sneak out of a metal show to get high without alerting other players looking to steal their stash. Collect essential cards with a partner related to smoking up and give each other secret signals to make sure you've collected the right cards. If the other team catches on, the party is over. This is for 3-7 to seven players ages 18 and up, due to content of course, and plays in 15 minutes. For another game coming soon with a relaxing theme is Tranquility by Lucky Duck Games. It's a cooperative card game coming in the third quarter this year. Fill the sea with island cards to guide your ship home before any player runs out of cards. The trick is to make the cards ascend in numerical value from the bottom left to top right of the grid. No one may talk or communicate, and if no one can play a card, everyone loses. It plays in 15 to 20 minutes and is for 1 to 5 players players ages 8 and up. Retails for $14.99. The Shards of Infinity deck building game is getting a third expansion this May called Into the Horizon. It introduces two new mechanisms, Destiny cards to let players spend mastery, and Engeminix monsters seeking to harm everyone. The expansion will retail for $10 and will require a copy of Shards of Infinity to play. Another big expansion announcement comes from Prospero Hall for their popular villainous games. Marvel Villainous is getting Mischief and Malice, which brings Loki, Madame Mask, and M.O.D.O.K. to the game. Loki has been the most requested villain, and now it's coming August 1st. The biggest change with this is that when using this expansion, the game can only be played two to three players instead of four. A small box card game with wooden dice called Yukon Salon is coming out this summer from Atlas Games. Players will become hairdressers for lumberjacks. Sounds original and pretty funny. It plays two to four players ages 10 and up, retails for $14.99. As part of the distribution agreement from Ares Games and Ergo Ludo Editions, we'll be getting an English version of Diabolic this August. Diabolic Heists and Investigations is a hidden movement and deduction game based on the Italian comic books. Two teams try to outwit each other in a game of cops and robbers, criminals versus detectives. 
two to four players can play with a session lasting about 90 minutes. It is planned to retail for $49.90. Facade Games is releasing a new racing game at the end of this month called Bristol 1350. It's the fourth standalone game in the Dark City series. Set during Black Death in Bristol, players must cooperatively race to escape the plague and the city. It's for one to nine players ages 13 and up. The game plays in about 30 to 40 minutes and will retail for $24.99. A new set collecting game called Four Gardens is coming out at the end of April from Arcane Wonders. It's about creating beautiful panoramas of landscapes in Asia to try to appease the gods of the pagoda. Collect and layout cards to make sets and turning the 3D pagoda in the middle. For two to four players and plays in 30 to 45 minutes, expected retail price is $39.99. The Meeple Mentor channel is part of the board game community, The Gateway Network, made up of great upcoming board game content creators. In this segment, I'll highlight one of the other great content creators part of the network. It's my pleasure to introduce to you McKay Anderson, aka The Board Game Critic, as he talks about his newest podcast called Better Board Games. You should go check them out. They have some great discussion that delves deep into the motivations for even playing board games. It's good stuff. Hi, I'm McKay Anderson, and this is Evan Dick. Uh, you may know him from being friends uh, from YouTube or Instagram. You may know me as the board game critic, also from YouTube and Instagram. And we start a podcast, and it's a pretty simple premise. We want to make the world a better place for board gaming. So we cover things like mercy and empathy and understanding other people, how to play and teach games effectively so that you and uh, your board gaming group can have a better time. You could think of us like the uh, self-help of board game podcasts. We're not only interested in bringing you good games, and we will do that from time to time, but what we're more interested in is making sure that we as people are improving on the table and off the table. We want to make sure that you are improving yourself while imp improving your game. We all know that we're interested in playing more games and playing those board games better. However, let's not lose sight of the real goal, which is to make ourselves better. Board games have done that for me and Evan agrees, and we want to make sure that other people are finding self-improvement and becoming better people as well as better gamers. So let's work together to make a better world of board gaming. Beyond all this though, we really just want to have fun. So if you have a collaboration idea, if you want to come on the show, if you have any interest and you think it might fit well into uh, what we're doing, then go ahead and give us a shout out. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube. Our emails aren't far away. I have a website. Just go ahead and search for The Board Critic um, or The Board Game Critic or Being Friends. We're both not too far away. Go to www.thegatewaynetwork.com or check out The Gateway Network's Instagram to see more. I most recently uploaded a tutorial video for Lost Ruins of Arnak. I'm quite proud of how it turned out. And Tuesday, the newest podcast episode of Mentor Minutes came out. In it, we meet up with the board game snobs and have a very interesting conversation about life, board games, blackouts, armadillos, and much more. I think people will either love it or hate it. Either way, it was a fun discussion. 
Upcoming in the podcast, Jay and I will be talking with the designers of Hibernation and Tailmore. Both are Kickstarter games funding now or very soon. Definitely check those out. Dinogenics will be the next game tutorial on the channel. In two weeks, when the next news video is supposed to come out, I'll be traveling. It's, you know, important to have a short vacation every once in a while. Due to that, I won't have a news video that week. So the next one of these won't be out for three weeks instead of two. So that's about it for today. Thanks for tuning in to today's news update. I appreciate your support and remember, teach when you can, but always be learning. See you next time. Thank you.